Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS. So, the good sis, Joy Unspeakable, Two Wise and Joy, um, she posted on Twitter, why does it seem more acceptable for white women to be housewives than for black women? I responded, the same reason it's okay for them to marry up, but us wanting even equitable makes us gold digger. Makes us gold diggers, excuse me. And it got me to thinking... Why the fuck are black women always shamed into wanting a man of means? Excuse me. Rather shamed for wanting a man of means. Like no one else on planet earth is fucking shamed for this. And I've had this conversation like a million and one times since college. And now seems like a good time to bring it back up. Other cultures, when they send their, their kids to college and when they send their kids out into the world, it's with the purpose of networking. And that's a whole other thing that I will dedicate a whole episode to, but they send them out with the intent to network, to not just find friends that will be beneficial, but to find a mate that is beneficial. That is always wholly intentional in other cultures. It's widely accepted, always done, wholly intentional. The minute though, that a black woman has the unmitigated goal, the minute that a black girl has the goddamn audacity to act as if she has a right to look for a man that is equitable to her, a man that has more than her, she is immediately labeled a gold digger and immediately um, discarded as somebody who's not to be trusted because how could her love be genuine if she's re- if she's only interested in you because you have? Mind you, no one ever said only interested in you because you have. Just said that having is a criteria of me actually being with you. Hold that thought. I am guilty of this in my youth, and I'm I'm grateful that this was when I was, you know, youthful and not a behavior that I carried into um, what I call my serious adulthood. (laughs) You could read that in air quotes um, or hear that in air quotes rather. But it had been so ingrained in me growing up in in the environment I grew up in. I hung out with mostly boys and it had been, whether it was intentional or unintentional, that I absorbed this. Um, you know, I definitely adopted the the train of thought that women who are viewed as gold diggers are women that, you know, men don't value the same. And so it became a part of my personality trait to make sure that that the men that I, the men that were around me, the men I dated, the men that were interested in me, that they were aware that I did not need them financially, um, 
and that became more of a focus than it should have been. And that's not to say that that's not an important focus um, or that that's not a, a still a part of my personality, but it, it just, it garnered so much more importance and so much more focus. And it was heavily rooted in the fact that I knew the way dudes viewed chicks that they thought were gold diggers. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't something that came from me innately. It was absolutely a product of my environment. Like that becoming a part of my personality was a, was basically just me being a product of my environment. And as a result, as a result, I can absolutely say now that I entertained, not seriously dated, because that I, I never did, but that I did entertain meant that I knew it wasn't going anywhere with because they just, they didn't have it. I'm not going to hold you. They didn't have it. This wasn't going nowhere. This shit wasn't going to be a thing. Again, like I said, this was more in my youth and this was entertainment and not entertainment like I do now. <laughs> um, this was like, you know, just me um, having unnecessarily long engagements of conversations, maybe like hanging out, you know, just shit that honestly was a waste of time because I knew it wasn't going anywhere because I knew this motherfucker had nothing. <laughs> and this motherfucker wasn't about getting, wasn't about getting anything, not in the way that I was like their, their hustle didn't match my hustle. Their economic background didn't match my economic background. And it, shit was just different. And I saw that and I still chose to invest that time and energy, um, even though it wasn't going anywhere, because I wanted to make it clear that I was not a person who's a, who was a gold digger. Um, and though I'm, I'm still not a gold digger, I don't operate from that train of thought anymore. You know, as I said, once I got into my serious adulthood, Nah, I was very, I became very open and very vocal about the fact that I'm not fucking with you if you don't have nothing. And I don't give a fuck if that offends you. I don't. Deal with that shit on your own time. Cry on your poorly threaded sheets. I don't give a shit. It's not my problem. And in, in becoming more vocal in that and owning that, I feel like one, I definitely dwindled down my dating pool, which I needed to do. Um, but two, I feel like it, it started to put motherfuckers on notice. And I say that because at that, at that point in my life, as I began to navigate into or move into this, what I call my serious, excuse me, my serious adulthood space, um, people knew who I was substantively. So, I, I no longer felt a need to qualify who I was or to explain certain things about myself because people knew who I, people knew who I was like, that was something that had already been established. So now that it's established, I'm not a gold digger. When I say shit like that, it doesn't come off as if, well, she's only looking for somebody with money, but that's not everybody's truth. And truth be told, it's not even, no one should have to go through the whole process or the phase of clarifying the fact that they are in fact not a gold digger 
it should be absolutely okay for anybody to be like, listen, this is what I'm looking for. If you don't fit that description, then I'm not interested. Period. Point blank, period. And if that shit don't work for you, you keep it pushing. You keep it pushing. But it is always constant that when black women are clear and concise on one and, and vocal about wanting a man with means, even if that means that man is just equitable, maybe he doesn't have more or come from more, but he's equitable, whether it's that he matches her hustle or they are both um, financially stable, they're both moving in the same direction at the same pace, whatever that looks like, whatever means looks like in, you know, in your space and in your realm, whenever black women are audacious enough to speak that out loud, we are immediately labeled gold diggers. And I'm sick and tired of that shit. I'm sick and tired of it. I don't need to dig for gold. I'm good. Got my own bag. Snobby McDuck, okay? Scrooge McDuck is my uncle. Like, get the hell out of here. There's a, a real interesting thing that happened to me when I was in grad school. I was kind of seeing this guy... Those of you who know me personally know I don't really date anybody. I have these engagements, as I like to call them. <laughs> and um, I was dating this guy. Super cool dude. Um, a lot of things can be chalked up to our youth. And just FYI for the, or, you know, FTR for the record. Apologies have been made. Conversations have been had. We are still really good friends. We sorted a lot of shit out. So before y'all try to throw him on the stake after this story, <laughs> just know that he is not him. The grown serious man he is now is not the young man he was then. That being said, when I was in grad school, he was an undergrad and I recall us getting into it. I mean, we got the fuck into it because he essentially tried to accuse me of trapping him. Let me start this from the top again. I was in graduate school. This man was in undergrad. Accusing me of trying to trap him. Trap you with what? You don't have shit. <laughs> you don't come for money. You're not sitting on a trust fund that you're going to get when you graduate. You don't even have a fucking degree, yet you feel so confident in, in coming at me sideways because I'm becoming much more conscious and confident and vocal about what I want, what I will tolerate and what I will not tolerate that you, that this man essentially tried to call me a gold digger when he didn't have a pot to piss in. Like the fucking nerve, the gall, and that shit is common. That shit is common. I've had so many conversations, like even now, even now where I am a professional, I own my own business, I am a grown ass woman who lives on my own two feet, and even now, I find myself still getting into conversations with men of color 
men of color, let's, let's be clear because I don't get into these conversations with white men. White men are always offering to take care of me. I have never in my adult, in my serious adult life, I have never had a white man approach me to date me that has not openly say that he wants to take care of me. He wants to provide for me. I have absolutely unequivocally more than I should have in my adult life gotten into it with men of color when I say I'm not fucking with nobody that's broke. Oh, what if he got a good heart? God bless him. We could be friends. We could be friends. I'm not Drake. I take new friends. Like We can totally be friends. That doesn't mean that you're a suitable mate for me. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Oh, you only fuck with niggas for their money. No, I only don't fuck with niggas that don't have no money. Like, like, on what planet, on what planet do you think you're going to guilt trip my ass for wanting a mate who I find suitable for where I am and where I'm trying to go in my life. Oh, I won't even say where I'm trying to go. Cause you either you either try you either do or you don't. So you can't shame me into wanting a man that is suitable for where I am in life and where I am going in life. Why would I want to be around somebody like that just in general? You, sir, why would you want to be around a woman who is not driven, who is not motivated, who is not of equity to you. I mean, to, like I said, to each their own, date whoever you want to date. But don't try to guilt me and don't try to shame me and, and don't try to belittle me because I'm clear and concise in the fact that I don't that I don't want someone who, who doesn't have. And so that brings us to the original question of why it's so much more acceptable um for white women to be housewives is because traditionally, traditionally, it's not looked at as gold digging. It's not, it's not labeled that for them, where it, whereas it is labeled that for us. And that's not to say white women are never called gold diggers because they are, but it's always in very specific spaces. It's always in those spaces where, um, some woman from obscurity is, is, you know, hanging outside of locker rooms or hanging around VIP spots at the club and stuff like that. It's always in those very particular instances that white women get labeled, um, get labeled gold diggers. But black women are labeled gold diggers just because we have the audacity to want somebody of means or to want somebody of equity to us. And that shit is ridiculous. Like I'm not, I'm not subscribing to it. So I no longer live in New York. Um, I live in Florida now and I have a really cool run buddy from my run group, white woman. Um, she recently quit her full-time job to be a stay at home mom. Um, her, her husband have a new baby and they live with her parents. Give y'all this scenario one more time because this is a real story. A really cool white chick that I know, her and her husband have a new baby. She quit her job. 
they live with her parents. If that same narrative had a black woman in it, the way sis would be getting dragged for quitting her job and having the nerve to stay home. Oh, you need to be working so y'all can get out your mom's house. Oh, that's some, like you see, she a gold digger. She just going to let him work. Like if they already at the mother's house, why they both can't work? Somebody's already at the house. X, Y, and Z, you name it, we would be hearing that shit. But when this woman announced at our run group, that she was going to be leaving her full-time job to be a stay-at-home mom and that she's able to do that because her and her husband live with her parents. Keep in mind, I'm the only black person in this group. Um, when she made this announcement, the other people in the group were super supportive. Oh, that's great. You know, that's so good that you're going to have the opportunity to be there with your kid and, you know really be a part of all the stuff and, you know, don't miss the, the first step and all the stuff that comes with having a newborn, all those exciting first moments that many working parents, you know, unfortunately have to miss. And, oh, it's so great that your parents are able to support you guys and let you guys stay there while you build a nest egg. Whereas if that was a black woman or a black couple in that space, oh, you're exhausting your parents. You know, y'all need to get the fuck up out their house and y'all y'all shouldn't have no kids if y'all can't even afford a place to stay. Like the narrative is always so different when it's us. Same as scenario, different narrative. The narrative is so derogatory. And it ain't just outside our culture because we're notorious for dragging each other. So let's cut the shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not going to play that game today. It's not just outside the culture. That shit also happens inside the culture. And so the more I thought about the original question of it being more acceptable for white women versus black women, I find myself, I found myself asking, do we as black women even want to be housewives? You know, like, is that even, is that even um, a title or a job that we even want? And if we don't want it, which is totally fine. Is it that we don't want it because we don't want it? Or is it because we become conditioned to not want it? We become so conditioned that we have to show that we can stand in our own two feet. We've um, become so conditioned in the myriad of reasons for a man not being in the household that we have to stand on our two feet, whether we want to or not, whether it's something we want to exhibit. It's become mandatory. And, and that's for a myriad of reasons. But again, have we just... Is it that we don't want to be housewives for the women that don't? Or is it because you've become conditioned to think that that's not a reality that you want? It's, it's, it's just such an interesting dynamic. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, for me, my perspective is do whatever works for you and your family. If it works for you and your family that um, you should stay home and raise the kids and your husband is the breadwinner, then by all means do that. If it works for you and your family that both of you work, um, then by all means do that. If it works for you and your family that you're the breadwinner and your husband stays home. Well, again, whatever the hell works for your family unit, yo, go forth and flourish. Like, float, whatever floats your boat and finds your lost remote, I say do it. But I am always, always perplexed at the way black women who choose 
to not want to settle for a man who doesn't have what they deem is suitable in a mate economically that were labeled gold diggers. I'm going to tell you right now, unequivocally, unequivocally, because <laughs> I just, uh, I had a good friend who I consider my brother come to visit and we, we had a quick chat about this. Um, I said to him, I'm not dating anybody that ain't got it. Point blank, period. I have had a serious relationship with someone who did not make as much money as me and resentment stemmed in variant ways in that relationship. And I'm good on that energy. I don't want to, I don't want to dwell in that kind of space anymore. Um, and so I'm just, I'm not going to date. I, I don't want to date a man who doesn't make more money than me. I would date a man who doesn't make more money than me, provided that man still makes a decent amount of money. Or provided that man's like hustle and drive and trajectory is moving in a way that is aligned with me and mine. That's it. I'm unequivocal and unapologetic about that. And so my my bro said, but you always have. So what does it matter if he if he has or doesn't have? Like you are always gonna be able to take care of yourself because you always have. Uh. Yeah. And I want somebody that's like that. Like, what the fuck? I want somebody that mirrors me in that way. Like, I I don't want a twin in personality, but I absolutely want someone who is aligned in that way. Are you fucking kidding me? Why do I want somebody that I need to take care of? If I want to depend and I'll have a child. Like that, that's not the answer, sir. <laughs> that's not the answer for me. And I'm unapologetic about it. So if you were thinking about hooking me up with somebody <laughs> and they ass ain't got it, don't because I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to be unapologetic about it. Ladies, you are completely within your rights to decide whom is a suitable suitor for you. The same way men are within their rights to decide what kind of woman they want to date and nobody is giving them shit about it. Sis, you can decide who and what you want to date also. You can decide if being a housewife works for you. All that shit is within your control. And whoever got something to say, fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway, that's my two cents on it. Until next time. Sis, you have a good one.